So, Tyler, you've been married for two months. Two glorious months. Have you had a fight yet? Well, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't necessarily say a fight, but I certainly have my quirks. <laughs> Some of those you don't I, say. I could see already getting on her nerves. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Like so, what? Well, so you know you have the, the like, what you dry your hands with when you wash the dishes. A washcloth. Wash yeah, right? Sits on the, sits on the little oven door. Uh-huh. You pull out. I'm not great at putting that back. So it just kind of gets bunched up and put next to the sink. What, you just throw it on the counter? Well, I just, you know, I finish drying my hands and, and just kind of kind of set it there in like a little ball. How did she tell you that this was a problem? Well, you know, Natalie, she's very, very kind, very sweet to me, but uh, very much a, so can we talk about something? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 of course. What is it? Well, <laughs> and then, you know, proceeds to, to tell me about the ways that I'm being dumb. Yeah. 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 So what are you doing now? Well, <laughs> we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still a bunch. <laughs> You gotta fix we'll, we'll that. Get dude. Better. Yeah, I, I gotta work on that. Hey, everybody, this is Tyler Joyner here with our podcast, Weekly Hope. I'm here with Pastor Chris discussing through this past Sunday sermon. So, Chris, you spoke through Genesis 2, uh, verses 18 through 25. What, do you, what would you say the goal of this um, passage and just this sermon was? Yeah, the goal that we shared on Sunday was that all of us, that every person would walk away with a renewed commitment to the relationships that God has designed for us, whether that's in the context of our current marriage relationships and the community that we have with families, and also in the context of um, church community and partners that we are with um, together through the church. And so no matter whether you're a married person or a single person, that we would see the season of life that God has us in as a, a good gift to pursue Him and to press into community. So we had three main points from the sermon this week. One was that in creation, God provides for our loneliness, and we see that He provided for Adam's needs in, in that he was lonely. In Genesis 2.18, it says that it is not good that man should be alone, and God recognized that and made a helper fit for him. And then we also see um, that in creation, uh, God provides man and woman to complement one another, to help one another. Uh, and then the third thing was that in creation, that God provide, provided his specific design for marriage. And so that was a little bit of what we talked about this Sunday, and then um, we talked about Marriages, singleness, and then church community. No, I think that's great. Um, even even just kind of touching on that first point then, you, you spend a lot of time just focusing on the idea of loneliness and what that's like and um, how we can be protected from that in Christ. So what would you say to those in our church that might be walking through that season now? What was helpful for you when you were walking through seasons like that? Uh, to press into Jesus, I mean, we know that, that sometimes... You can be married and still be lonely. Uh, you certainly can be single and experience a season or feel loneliness. And that ultimately our hope is not in marriage. It's not in a partner. Uh, it's not in what may be coming next in our lives, but our hope is in Christ and in Him alone. Um, so we see that He, um, Jesus didn't even... Didn't wasn't married. He didn't have uh, a lifelong relationship or partnership 
um, but he pressed into community, and so he could both be unmarried and at the same time not alone and set the example for all of us and what we need in relationships and in community to press into him. I think that's great. Um, One of the application points you had with that was that your relationship with Christ will set the tone for your relationship with your spouse. Mm -hmm. And so I know you said that you and Catherine try to make a point to pray together nightly. I was wondering if there was other um, ways to focus on Christ primarily in a relationship with one another. To live on mission together. So we do, we pray together every night. We're in, in the same bed together. We pray together every night. Uh, even on the phone, if one of us is traveling, I'll try to make a priority to pray with her, to encourage her in the evening. So maybe that was just one of the big takeaways. It could be a very simple thing that couples and married couples can do together is just start praying for one another. But uh, we do ministry, we do life together. And so from a hospitality standpoint to going places, to having people over, to spending time together, we just view our marriage and our family as as we're all in this together. We're all doing ministry together and uh, has helped us build new friendships, uh, new community, new relationships, but also to press into one another as we do that. Mm. No, I think that's great. I think even for me, just um, seeing that in your guys' relationship has been such a model um, for me, newly married, and just that idea of what true partnership in ministry and in life looks like. Mm. I think it has already set a tone for just a closeness in that relationship and protecting from loneliness when you're doing everything as true partners together. Mm. I think that's great. Um, you'd also made a comment that uh, one of the application pieces is that there the grass is not always greener on the other side. Could you just share a little bit more on what you mean by this? Yeah, we were talking about uh, some practical steps for mm-hmm. those who are married and one of the things that I had just said was to remember that the grass is not always greener on the other side. It's actually, I think, in this context, never greener on the other mm-hmm. side. Some people think, well, man, I just didn't get the right spouse. Like, I just, I picked wrong, and uh, and they don't provide what I need. They don't do what I want. They are hard. They bunch up the towel and throw it on the countertop and don't don't ever just fix the things that I want them yeah. to fix. And I just, <laughs> I've tried hard enough, and I just can't fix them, so... I just need to find a new person. And um, the reality is when we enter into marriage, like we're broken people. And when you put two broken people in the same house, like there's there's never going to be a perfect relationship or a perfect marriage. And I think what God's designed for us is to press into the spouses and the relationships that we have here now to cultivate those relationships instead of looking for what we think will provide be provided in a different or new relationship later on down the road. So it's not greener. It's not better. There's not going to be a better person out there for you. Um, and instead of trying to fix your spouse, I would encourage our people who are listening to see their own brokenness and their own, their own faults and begin to press into those and work on those um, And I think God will do great work in your spouse and in your marriage. So talking through relationships and just ultimately community, I think this message leads to a great time to just share a little bit about community groups and what those look like. Would you uh, just share for a couple minutes on what your community group looks like, how that's been a benefit for you and your family? Yeah. 
our community group's awesome. Uh, it's wild. We have people from all different seasons of life. So two weeks ago, I think we had 21 people in our community group wow. from empty nesters to retirement age to young families like mine with kiddos running around. And it's really fun, really cool to be able to see and learn from people in different life stages. We're actually getting ready to multiply our group here in a few weeks and um, provide other opportunities for people to plug into uh, to groups. I think that's one of the most important things that you can do in your in your walk with Jesus is to put yourself around other people and even some people that are in different seasons or stages of life that have have maybe been married or been through a season uh, of life ahead of you that can encourage, that can help, that can provide wisdom. And that happens through the context of community groups, at least in the way that we can provide it at Hope Church. So I would just encourage everybody. It's not easy. It takes commitment. It takes time. It takes sacrifice. But it is so worth the investment to plug into a community group and to, to really build community. Communities, we say it's not found. It is built. So it doesn't just magically happen, but it takes intentionality. It takes um, vulnerability. It takes sharing yourself, your life story, your time, your your house, and opening it up to others for them to come in and, and you'll see over time as you learn stories and you share life with one another that um, God will really will really forge relationships together in the church and that, that you can be a support and help to one another over the long haul in life. I think that's great. Um, for me, it truly has been like a, a lifeline for me, just mm-hmm. being able to have a community to rely on, to grow in, learn from. I say to anyone that asks about Hope Church that, community groups are, are truly my favorite thing that we do. It's my yeah. favorite night of the week. I, I just genuinely do love it and have grown so close with the people through it. Absolutely. I couldn't encourage it anymore. Yeah, it's awesome. I love groups. We look forward to our group every single week. And um, and it's it's so cool to see what God has done in and through Hope Church and in people's individual lives yeah. through community groups. So lastly, was there anything that you missed in the sermon that you were hoping to touch on or any final encouragement to our people? I think I hit most of it in the sermon. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> that 49 minutes yeah. went uh, went by quick. <laughs> yeah. Went from everything from talking about the baby bees to... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we hit a lot of it. Um, no, I, I think just encouraging people that no matter the season of life that you're in, um, that God God has you there for a reason and, and for a season. And it's okay to aspire to be married if you're in a season of singleness, um, to to press into that, um, to leverage the time, leverage the season that you have, and to know, as I said in the sermon on Sunday, that I mean, the, the seasons of life, they go by fast. Um, and you may be single right now, and, and you'll probably be looking up one day, and you're going to have been married for 20 years, and you're going to think, you know, where did it go? This time flew by, and so... Just not to despise the the time that you have right now, but to press into the Lord and and leverage your life and your time and and the effort and energy that you can put into whatever season you're in for His glory. And that goes the same for married couples to press into one another and and into raising your kids. And if you have young kids like me, or if you have teenagers, to um, just to, to leverage the season that you have for the kingdom and uh, to not try to to just rush by it all. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, the last thing is, do we have any just upcoming events or anything to keep on the radar for Hope Church coming up? 
cool, uh, a few cool things coming up this Sunday. We have baptisms. Um, so if you're interested in baptism or getting baptized, would love for you to reach out to myself or Tyler. You can do that, Chris, at HopeChurchJC.com or Tyler at HopeChurchJC.com. It's going to be a great service and a great time uh, after our sermon uh, where we'll get to celebrate baptism. And then next Sunday on the 10th, we've got Discover Hope. So anybody that wants to find out more information about Hope Church can stick around after the sermon. We'll share a lot of our mission, vision, values, what we believe, and where we're going. would love to answer questions and let you meet some of our leadership. And that same day, we're also going to be doing member affirmation for those who are interested in joining Hope Church and calling Hope Church their home. Um, So those are the big things that are coming up over the next couple weeks. It's going to be a great time. Great. Well, that's what we have for you guys this week. Uh, We hope you guys can have a wonderful week in community uh, with other believers. Love you guys. Be blessed.